Welcome to the totally independent, completely unofficial, not even in the same state as the Indianapolis Colts, Colts Podcast. Coming to you from the land of brisket and barbecue, Lone Stars and Longhorns, where some cowboys wear hats and others wear helmets. This is the Unstable Blues with Liam and Kevin Hall. This episode, we are going to cover both of the preseason games so far in Buffalo and Lions at home. And my dad said he's going to let me talk about fantasy. But he's setting a timer. So here we go. Here we are in Texas, a long way from Indianapolis, but... uh, Still talking Colts football. Here we go. Amen. We uh, we had a preseason game. Actually, first two preseason one. games yeah. now. Uh, we're going to talk about the first one first. So uh, they went up to Buffalo. The starters played for a little bit in that game. Yeah. So we're going to cover. Uh, we're going to answer a few questions here about some things, and uh, we'll each give you our star of the game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. First question is, what did we see? What were some things that we saw in the Buffalo game? Um, well, first off, the first thing is Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Devin Singletary. None of the Buffalo Bills people started. Okay. Like, none of their starters started. Well, there was one of our starters that didn't start either, and he's not playing the entire preseason. Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah. Why would you risk it? Yeah, I... Yeah. I think that's a smart call for that. Especially at the running back position. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's too big of a... Uh, it's He's yeah, the, too big of the offense. Yeah, he's too he's too big of an asset to risk in that position in the preseason, yep. right? Uh, it does mean he's going to come in cold on in-game reps, but I don't know if that's going to be too much of a problem for him. Yeah. You know, he might be a little shaky in the game against Houston, but uh, we'll be it's, there to cheer, cheer him on. Yep. Speaking of which... Uh, last episode, we did reveal that we are going to opening uh, the opener in Houston. Yep. Uh, but you can donate to us if you want to donate any gas money or food money because it's not just the tickets, it's the price of getting there as well. So uh, you can Venmo us at Country Mountain Dogs uh, if you would like to donate to uh, that by September 11th. Yep. What else did we see? Anything? Okay, I got something. You ready? Okay. okay. Head, five takeaways. Yep. The defense came up, whether it was first team, second team, whatever, uh, that that kind of mentality of let's get around the ball and make something happen and create some chaos was yep. in full swing. And uh, even, the defense... Even second and third strings. Yep. Now, that mentality goes all the way down through everybody that we are going to take away the ball from you. Yes. I love it. Anything else we saw? Um, just that our second and third strings played pretty good, but once it came to fourth strings, they got a lot of points on us, and that's pretty much why we lost 24 Yeah, seconds. and defense, you know, it's had a lot of takeaways, but, you know, whatever whatever unit was in there at the end kind of gave up. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's preseason, and so a loss doesn't necessarily mean anything. It just means the matchup differential between uh, different um, yeah. units. So it's mm-hmm. not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, Matt Ryan looked good. 
Yeah. Frank was like, Hey, I liked how he went and you know, he had some good numbers and stuff like that. You know, wasn't, he wasn't in there for a long time, but, um, I think he only missed three passes. Yep. So, um, all good. in all pretty good. Yeah. Okay. What do we learn? What do we learn? Um, well, we learned that, uh, I guess, the Buffalo Bills backups are a little bit better than our backups. And so it just makes it, I guess... Well, not our backups. Well... The fourth string. Yeah, yeah, the, the, on down the depth chart. So I yeah. guess it just makes it that much easier for cuts. Not that it's ever easy to cut a player, um, yeah. but, you know, you're going to have to do that. And so uh, it makes some of those mm-hmm. decisions easier, per se. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what else did we learn? I think uh, just... I, not much, but the one thing that I learned was that our defense is going to get in there, get scrappy, get turnovers. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I also learned that our tight ends are strong all the way through. Yeah, you know, like there's no there's differences, but they're different um, things that they're good at. Yeah, but like Jelani they, Jelani Woods and, scored his first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kylan Granson had a big gainer down the side. Yep. Yeah. And then, of course, Drew Ogletree had his first touchdown. Unfortunately, he had an ACL tear. He's out for the season. But what a, what a character guy to be out there the very next day supporting his team. Yep. Um, I know that went a long way with Coach and the team that he was out there, uh, even as a hurt player, knowing he's done for the season before the season even began. As a six-round pick, he's like, I'm still here for the team committed. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do we want? What do we want? Honestly, that game, I don't know what I could want more from that game. For our fourth stringers to play better, like, yeah. I think I think it's, it's just I think I think the main thing is finish strong. Right? Yeah, I think strong. that's because uh, you know no matter what you you know no matter what unit is in there, you want to finish strong. You don't want to give up a lead. You don't want to uh, kind of go out like that. So yeah. finish strong is the main thing. Um, and you know, so that has to be in the mentality of everyone top down. So mm-hmm. that's, that's what I want to see. Yeah. Who was your star of the game then? I have to say Isaiah Rogers. All right. He had two turnovers and he had a pretty big kick return and just all around good coverage during the game. He had two. I thought he had three. I had a two interceptions in a in a fumble recovery. I might be wrong. I don't know for sure, but he had a lot of turnovers. Yep. Too many to count. <laughs> yep. He, he came up big. I'll give you that for sure. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit different because I was going to say that, but then I was going to say with the defense as a whole, but uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go Sam Ellinger. Okay. He made some stuff happen. Whether it was there or not, he had a lot of like uh, broken play kind of stuff mm-hmm. out of the pocket rolling out and he did you know whether it was planned or not he did some good stuff that you could tell was planned but even when stuff broke down he kept his head about him and you could tell like uh, just that one year under his belt even when he didn't even play that much just helped with the playbook helped with the speed of the game and stuff like that um, and I'll tell you what, like he's got a really cool story uh, about uh, the things that he's had to overcome in his life, uh, just kind of life circumstances. And uh, so his passion and his need to uh, make it in the NFL 
uh, is is pretty big. So yeah. uh, if you have time, go check out his story. He sat down with uh, with one of the Colts podcasters this week. Um, it's it's worth a listen. It's like a ten minute listen, and uh, uh, definitely go check that out. He's got a great story, uh, something to dig into uh, mm-hmm. because that builds into the character of him as a player, and then uh, and uh, and then the character of your team as well. Yeah. So. Well, the uh, the preseason isn't as much about the guys at the top as it is who's getting in. So the Lions came to town. Alrighty. We still don't have sponsors, but you can email us at theunstableblues at gmail.com if you would like to be a sponsor. Until then, we will just keep talking about the stuff we do. Speaking of which, it is opening day for the ECA Eagles, the Eagle Christian Academy football team, six-man, which Liam is a part of, and I am the official voice of the Eagles. We're excited for this season and have championship hopes, so come out and see us at Vanguard College Preparatory School in Waco, Texas at 7.30 p.m. under the lights on Friday night. All right, uh, then the Lions came to town. They yep. came to town for a few days because they had a couple days of joint practice. Yeah, I think that's always good. That's where Drew tore his ACL. Um, but uh, then they played on Saturday, and they pretty much agreed that they weren't going to play the starters. Mm-hmm. Neither team played the starters at all, uh, except for a few positions that needed it for the depth. I know Alec Pierce played. Uh, Nick Cross yeah. uh, played, so there were a few positions like that that uh, they just needed the depth, and they got to play. But uh, you didn't see Matt Ryan, uh, Naheem Hines, anybody like that, um, yeah. Mo Alley. So, so let's get into it. What did we see? Well, uh, I think um, I saw pretty good coverage from Nick Cross. I mean, he is a starter, but... I think still for being a rookie, he did pretty good. He had a good breakup in the end zone the one mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Yep. Um, I also saw that the even though we had uh, second, third, and fourth stringers in, we had pretty good wide receiver depth. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty much what I saw. All right. I liked I liked the intensity, right? Mm-hmm. Even though, and of course, like you're talking about guys who, you know, they're battling for position, and so you know that is some of that intensity, but. You know, that also flows from and is uh, a credit to your first stringer guys. You know, the guys like Unique, the guys like um, like uh, Gilmore that are in there that are going to, you know, make that spark. And that energy has flown, uh, kind of flown down into uh, these backups and, you know, people flying to the ball, yep. uh, coming up big, um, doing what they got to do. The other thing is, you know what I saw? I saw a backup kicker mm-hmm. that had a lot of work because yeah. we couldn't quite punch it into the end zone, and he came up big. What like he had three field goals, one of a, of at least forty. And now I'm not saying that they were, uh, you know, Rod's uh, kicks are still, you know, NFL ready, looking pretty. Um, um, Jake's were not, but you know, it's nice to know that we've got a kicker, uh, a backup kicker if we need, yeah. right? He's probably not going to use him as a, as a roster spot because of yeah. all the depth in other positions. 
but keep him on the practice squad because uh, you know if something happens with blank and hips again, yeah. we gotta we gotta pull somebody in yeah, instead of bringing a punter in. Mm, yep. Well, in game, there's not much you can do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, if 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 it becomes an issue, you know, keep mm-hmm. him keep him yeah. on the practice squad. Seemed pretty good. So what did we learn? What did we learn? Um, I think we learned that we have what it takes at the end there, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't think there's any big shock that Frank went for the win mm-hmm. at home yeah. on the on the two-point conversion. You got to see what your team is made of. You got to see what these, you know, these guys who may or may not make your team are made out of. Yeah. Can they come up big? Uh, they didn't come up, uh, at least in that one scenario, but, you know, they came up, they scored the touchdown at least to uh, give themselves the chance, right? In a real life game situation, I'm not sure if you actually go for two points there, you probably go for the, um, momentum into the, uh, uh, overtime. Depends on what type of, where you're at. But once again, it also, you know, you're talking about. Frank Reich. You're talking about Frank Reich at home. And so... if you just got a huge touchdown, why not? Yeah, exactly. And there's still 38 seconds. And so, you know, that's actually quite a bit of time if if the other team's got all their timeouts and things. So, all those situational things that... um, But how many of those in-game situations are you going to get if, you know, in that kind of situation with those guys? So, you you go for it and you see what happens. So, yeah. Well, anything you learned... The only thing I learned from that game is Frank Reich is gutsy, and I like that. As if we didn't know it already, there it is. Yep. Yep. More proof. What do What do we want? Um. What do we want? I don't know. Honestly, just there's nothing I can say. I think we played really well. I don't think I want very much uh, out of that game. I think I think uh, early touchdowns. Uh, I was I was a bit frustrated, especially. You know, you got your second string in there, and you still got Alec Pierce in there, and you know you got Nick Foles in there. We got to be able to punch it in the end zone. Okay. You know, yeah. uh, I was a little. Uh, I want a better run game. You know, Philip Lindsay did not do himself any credit, no. any no. any good in that game because he did not uh, kind of produce uh, what we know he could. Um, but you know, what you can do and what you do are two different things exactly. uh, and if you can't do it in those situations you may not uh, may not work out so yep um so that was those are kind of mine two different things that mm-hmm. i'd like to see uh, be able to punch it in the end zone especially early you yep. know coming out that with first drive is important yeah you know those first you know that first quarter you got to be able to uh, come out strong so yeah. And I know that that's something that Matt Ryan has been pushing that tempo for that yeah, reason. Exactly. So, um, well, your star of the game. Who's your star of the game? I know uh, what's his name, Mike Strong or whoever. I know he got a whole bunch of touchdowns, but I like the yards and the gritty stuff that Desmond Patton, Des Patman. Yeah, I agree. That was. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll look at that that one TD that he had uh, that. <laughs> It was so funny listening to uh, Matt Taylor, uh, the voice of the Colts, and he's like, uh, he was like willing him up. Like he he caught the ball at like the three yard line and fell down, but he wasn't touched. And Matt Matt Taylor's going, get up, 
get up. <laughs> Matt Taylor's like trying to raise him like Jesus raised yep. Lazarus and like will him into the end zone. Like, get up, young buck. You're not down in the <laughs> in the uh, in the NFL. And and he did. He, well, he didn't get up. He kind of rolled around and stuck the ball out. So, um, hey, yeah, you know that that kind of awareness. Uh, just a bit to to do what he needed to do to get the ball in there. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Mike Strawn. Okay. Uh, I, I, he came up really big in some big situations. You know, I agree that you know, Des did what he needed to do, and he uh, ran really good routes. He had a couple good crossing routes, and you know, some good yards after catch, and he had that you know one touchdown play. But let's be honest, he was left wide open, and so that was probably more of a blown coverage than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Mike Strawn went up and got the ball, right? On a couple different occasions, he came up really big, um, including that that last touchdown, right? So it's yeah. not just that he came up big, but it's when he came up big, um, kind of late in the game to kind of uh, uh, do what he needed to do uh, to push his team yeah. forward. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. And yeah. of course, uh, you got, you know, the defense came up with another takeaway. So, you know, there's yeah. that too, but, uh, yeah, um, we're both on the, re- on the young receivers. Mm-hmm. We'll see if it's enough to get them into, uh, that 53 man roster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you need, uh, still any more confusion of information for your fantasy draft, we can help you with that. Yep. There are lots of breeders out there. What we know is that there is a need for good temperamented dogs that will fulfill the furry family member needs of your family. That's why our motivation in everything we do is character, commitment, and consistency. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Country Mountain Dogs. Welcome back. We're going to do the fantasy segment now, uh, but we have a special guest. My dad is not here for the first time, so I brought my friend Isaiah. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, dude. Okay, let's just jump straight into it. So everyone, I mean, I think one of the biggest positions, maybe not the biggest, but quarterback is a pretty big, um, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty, pretty big position for fantasy. Yep. Where are you on that? So... Like just my top three. Yeah. So I'm going to go for number three. Uh, I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Number two, I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes. Okay. And number one, I'm going to go Josh Allen. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, see, I do not have Patrick Mahomes in my top three. For uh, number three, I do have Aaron Rodgers. Well, no, sorry, not Aaron Rodgers. Kyler Murray. Number two, okay. I have Justin Herbert. Number one, I have Josh Allen. Okay. Yep. Uh, I don't like Patrick Mahomes um, because last year I had him and he did not do well at all. And you're a Chiefs fan, so. Um, well, I, I mean, not to be biased here, but I feel like he's going to perform really well. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course you do. Okay. That's quarterbacks. Uh, running backs. Okay, so for running backs, uh, I guess number three will be. Uh, I'll go. I'll go Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Okay, I like that pick. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go. The King, Derrick Henry. Okay. 
Uh, I know he might get injured, maybe, but yeah, you know, we'll see, we'll see. Um, and then number one, he's super excited for this, but um, it's Rashad Pennant. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, JT. Yep. Okay. I like that. Uh, my number three. I don't know. I'm bouncing around with this. I think it's either going to be. I kind of have three that are in this spot. If they all can stay healthy, I think they're all going to have a good year. First up, Saquon Barkley. Okay. Um, I feel like he's all the Giants have, so he, regardless yeah. of if their O-line is good or <clears throat> receivers or whatever, I think he will get the yards, he'll get the points. Yeah. Um, Aaron Jones also. Okay, and that's a good I thing. like uh, yeah. Christian McCaffrey, if he stays healthy. He hasn't stayed healthy. I was healthy. thinking Christian McCaffrey, but I was like, I don't know, man. He, he hasn't stayed healthy. But no, if he can stay consi- healthy. That consistency. It's not Second, the king, Derrick Henry. And then okay. my boy, JT, at number one. Oh, of course. Easily. Okay. So, number uh, three was Christian McCaffrey, right? That was number three? Christian McCaffrey, Eric jo- Aaron Jones, or say oh, okay. either, either of them. Okay. Um, wide receivers? Oh, that was hard. Uh, let's go... I'm gonna go, Justin. What? <laughs> what? Oh, that was hard. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Ooh, let's see. Uh, Justin Jefferson, number okay. three. I like that. I'm number two, I'm gonna go Jamar Chase. Okay. And number one, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Okay. See, so for my number three, I'm going Tyreek Hill. Okay. I think Tua will be a good quarterback for him. Yeah. Number most accurate one, right? No, not most <laughs> accurate. I don't know what Tyreek is saying. That's baloney. But Tyreek Tua is good. Number two, Cooper Cup. Okay. And number one, Devontae Adams. Okay. I think he will still thrive under Derek Carr because Devontae is Devontae. I probably, if we had a fourth one, I'd probably be Devontae Adams there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> tight ends. <sighs> I think we're probably on the same thing. I'm going to go home. Number. Three, you're probably thinking what I'm thinking. Maybe, but Darren Waller. Okay. Um, and number two, George Kittle, and okay. number one, Travis Kelsey. Okay. See, I think I know your number three. Number three is Mark Andrews for me. He, I was going between them two or Darren. I had him last year. He performed really well for me. Disappointed, I did not get him on my fantasy team. Yeah, I might be trying to get him. Number two, George Kittle. Yep. He's too. Like he's really valuable. I yes. think he, if you have a good option at tight end, you have a good second tight end. I think George Kittle is a good solid tight end. Yes. And number one, Travis Kelsey. I Some agree. people might say you're being biased, but you can't say Travis Kelsey no, is like, not number one. No, yeah, definitely Travis Kelsey yeah. for sure. Okay. Like, yes, you don't need a defense special teams as much as the other things, but what's your top three? Top three. So number three, oh, I just had it. What was it? Um, I'm gonna go Chargers. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Um, number two is the Los Angeles Rams. Okay. And number one is the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Okay. I think I might have mine a little different than yours. I think number three is the Bucks if they can perform well. I feel like they they were a little disappointing last last year, but the okay. year before that they were really really good. I feel like they haven't cut much people from the defense. Yeah. Um, number two for me, Indianapolis Colts. That's a little biased, isn't it? Maybe a bit. Yeah. But I feel like they have all the tools they need. Maybe not a whole bunch of big names, but they added Stephon Gilmore, Unique mm-hmm. Ngakwe, 
Yeah, those are good names. Nick Cross, even as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my number one, I think, is probably going to have to be the Chargers. Okay. Yeah. I like Chargers. Yeah. Okay. We're not going to talk about kickers. Kickers, you don't need them. No one cares about kickers. I'm sorry, Justin Tucker. I'm sorry, any if any kickers are listening to this, I'm sorry. I just would have said Justin Kicker. <laughs> Justin Tucker. Yeah, Justin Tucker is obviously no I, I I wouldn't have any other kickers. If you if you need any advice on a kicker, here's the advice I'm going to give you. Justin Tucker. If any <laughs> if any team scores a lot of points or gets in the red zone and doesn't score the touchdowns, you pick up the kicker from that team. Right, just like a running back, JT, and a kicker, JT. <laughs> so okay. That. Yep. So. Okay, so we did top three pretty much of every position. Yeah. Now I'm gonna ask you, what are your top five sleepers? What are the players that oh, you don't think would be super big names, top but five, they will do five, really well? Top five. Okay, top five. Um, for like any position, any position. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Christian Caffrey. Okay. Um, number four, I'm going to go, oh gosh, let's see, I'm going to go, I don't really consider this guy a sleeper because he's like, he always has points, but he's going to have a new quarterback, so I guess Debo Samuels? Debo Samuels? Okay. And I, I know that's not really a sleeper, you know, like, he's fine, new, new, new uh, personnel, um, it's fine. Let's see. Uh, number three, I'm gonna go with. Uh, uh, Adam Thielen. Okay, I like that. Yeah, dual threat with the Vikings. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, number two, that's a good one. Alvin Kamara, because he didn't have okay. a, he didn't yeah. have really good. I feel like they're gonna need. Mm-hmm. Okay. Had a good season last year. I feel like they're gonna use a lot of the running game. And then number one, ooh, yeah. come back to me. I'm thinking okay. about that last one right now. Um, so my number five for uh, my sleepers, I got AJ Brown oh, with the new so quarter with it. the new quarterback. Yeah. I feel like he will thrive. Uh, number four, Saquon Barkley. Um, number three, uh, I honestly have to go Michael Thomas. I like Michael Thomas there. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Number two, I'll go uh, Jalen Hurts, just because he has A.J. Brown. And uh, number one, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. That's good. Um, I'm going to have to go with... I'm going to go with Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett? I don't know, man. Something... Is he even the starting quarterback for the Steelers? I don't... This is what I'm thinking is going to happen. I think Mitch Trubisky is going to be a starter. Okay. And then he's going to be like, you know, uh-huh. performance. Maybe like week two, week three, maybe even later. And then they're going to get uh, Kenny Pickett. And, uh, yeah, Kenny. I feel like Kenny is going to be a starter later on in this season. Okay. Yeah. But if not, then uh, it, was a, it was a bust. Yeah. Okay. So, speaking of bus, Ooh. that goes in top five bus players of the of this draft. Like, no, like just, fantasy players that oh. you that should you should not pick up because they're not going to do well. Not going to do well. Okay, well, let's just find the 
third strings, unfortunately. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, ooh, okay. Uh, who's not going to do well? I'm going to go with Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk? Okay. Um, I don't know. D- Debo Samuels and uh, George, Kittle. George Kittle. I mean, I feel like yeah. I'm going to get a lot. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Clyde Allaire. Clyde Edward Allaire. Yes. Wow. Yep. You're going to Chiefs player. Yep. I like that pick. So, I do. I think he is going to be not the greatest. Yep. For fantasy. Uh, can I pick a defense? Yeah. Um. Let's go. Let's go the Bears defense because I feel Bears, like defense, Bears okay. defense. They always like perform really well. I think this year, not just because they lost Khalil Mack. That's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> so you but, think Khalil um, Mack is the livelihood of the Bears defense? Pretty much. Okay. Like, can you That's think fair. of a secondary name starter? Secondary no, name? No, I can't. That's fair. Um, let's go. Let's go. Hmm. Who else is not going to be good? Um, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. We don't even know if he's starting yet. Nah, he, he's going to start. Okay. Um, Baker Mayfield, I feel like is... Uh, that was kind of tough, but I feel like, that's, I feel like Baker Mayfield's not going to perform that well. Okay. Uh, what do I get? Two more? Yep. Two more. Uh, let's see. Chief. Uh, uh, let's go... Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook? Okay. I like that pick. And then, what's the tight end for the Bengals? Hit number 87, I forgot his name. I don't know who that is, but... That dude. Tight end? <laughs> okay. Whatever his name is, that guy. Okay. That sounds good to me. Okay. Um. Hmm. My top five busts. Uh, this is kind of hard, because I think there are a lot of players that will do well. I agree with your Dalvin Cook. I don't think he's doing gonna do that well. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Who else? I'm trying to think of like. Um, I know he he's old. I don't know if you consider him a bust or not, but I don't think uh, Zach Ertz will do well. Okay, I don't, I don't think I he'll do that. well. He's on the uh, Cardinals, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the three wide receivers situation in uh, Tampa. I feel like they're all going to mm. do well. Mike so, Evans is probably going to do well. Chris Godwin. He's good. He's probably. he was really good last year. Who's Julio? Julio. Julio. Oh. Yeah. See, it's a lot of wide receivers in Tampa, I but I think that. Tom Brady will use them all to their greatest potential, and. I don't think any of them will be busts. I think they will all get lower points because they have each other on the same team. Oh, I just... Um, uh, I'm going to do a quarterback here. I'm going to go Justin Fields. I don't think he's going to do well this season. Yeah. Maybe next season. I don't think he's ready now. Yep. And I'll leave me with one more. I really... Uh, I'm going to choose a running back here. 
Uh, I'm going to go with Elijah Mitchell from the 49ers. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's going to do too well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about Travis. Tra- I was going to say Travis Etienne Jr. I'm not sure about that, though. I think he will do well. What team is he on? Uh, the Jags. Jags. He either will do well or won't do well. That's yeah. my thing. So, and on that note, last question. If Can you I have two more real quick? Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I was going to say uh, uh, Leonard Fournette. Okay, yeah. And the Bengals defense. Okay. Okay. Okay, last okay. question. What do you think... If you had one bench warmer, a second string player on a team, a bench warmer on your team, who would you choose? So just one bench warmer? Just one bench warmer, a second string on a real life team. Let's go. Saquon Barkley. Okay. Um, for me, I like the... Um, Dual threat that they have in Cleveland, so I'm cool. gonna I'm gonna go Kareem Hunt on that. Wow, one. that's good. I think yep. that, that's really good. Uh huh. I think I got Nick Chubb for my actual fantasy. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see um, how this all pans out whenever season comes in our fantasy. So next week is the final preseason game hosting the Bucks, and the final 53-man roster is revealed on Tuesday, August 30th. The season is close. Thanks for having me. No problem. Game three, though. Oh, yeah, Chiefs and Colts. Yup. Well, well, who's going to win that one? I don't think we're thinking so deep. I'm with the Colts. Is that I mean, you know, I, mean I don't want to advise him. I'm pretty sure the Chiefs win. We'll just have to see. Yep. This is Liam. This is Isaiah filling in for Kevin. Reminding you to stay unstable. <laughs>